What's up, everybody? Hey, it's Charles. So a little bit different intro today. The show that we're going to do today actually came out of a Facebook Live that I did last week. And during the live show, someone asked me if people are jealous of the success that I've had, uh, you know, mostly directed at what I'm doing now as I sit in my cool office with a toolbox and a, a, a roll cart in, in my office. And he asked me if, if people were jealous. And my initial response kind of evolved into what I hope you guys find to be super motivating and talking a little bit about jealousy and the way people can act and, and how foolish it actually can be. Before we get into that real quick, I want to remind you, if you like the show, check out the Crew Membership Program. It's a great way to help support the work that I do for you guys. Get awesome audio podcasts like this and videos like the one I put out today, recapping the GTI over 2017. But more importantly, you get discounts to places like Black Forest, Eastwood, MT Knives, Sonic Tool Scanner, Danner, Mycanic Prime Sunglasses, Kerma TDI, and a whole bunch more. You also get the training manuals that we build for the classes on VW Addy Repair that we teach. So you get a ton of cool stuff, easily, easily can make the money back that you spend, and you get to help support the show, which I really do appreciate. Only 65 bucks a year, and if you use those discounts, you'll probably save more than that. If that's not your flavor, check out the Patreon that I set up. You guys asked me about Patreon, so I set one up. Some cool stuff going on over there. Or simply hit that Amazon link that I have. I also, at the bottom of every post, have a list of tools that I recommend. You can click that, buy those tools, buy whatever you're going to buy anyway. That gives me a little bit kickback from Amazon, and you help support the show, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So all of that, I really do appreciate all the support you guys have given the show over the years. It literally does help me keep the show going. All right, with that wrapped up, this is from the Facebook Live. This is unscripted. The only edits I cut out were the ums and the uhs and a few weird pauses as I read comments. So here we go. Ronnie, Ronnie asked about the internet thing. So um, I don't think anybody is jealous of the position I'm in or, or where I'm at. It, and this could be a complete like disillusion that I have. I know that there's a lot of people that are jealous. Like I get free stuff a lot which is pretty cool. I think that there's a lot of people that are jealous about the things that I get to do. Very few people get to spend a couple of days at Bondurant and hang out at a racetrack all day and go to NASCAR races and you know all the other really cool work from home and build the car they wanna build and get paid for it. So maybe there is, maybe there is some jealousy and you know the, the internet fame thing is something I'm, I still like, and probably in disbelief of because I don't see it that way. Um, but I'm, but I'm sure that a lot of people other, you know, other than me do. I've met a lot of people in my life that were mad at anyone's success. And I feel like that's more what it is. If, if anything, what I hope is that People have seen what I've been able to do, what I've been able to do and create from nothing, from an idea that sounded cool to six and a half years later, being able to sit in my garage, talk to you guys through my phone, give away hundreds of dollars worth of tools as my job is amazing. And I want them to be motivated to do whatever it is they want for themselves. I want them to see 
someone, whatever it is, whether it's, I was, um, I'm sure you guys have heard of the show, All Girls Garage. Bogey, who's on the show, has become a very good friend of mine. And her and I had a really long, great conversation today. She was telling me about her friend that blogged about designer cat furniture and made like $12,000 a month and now has her own line of, of, what the heck did she call it? Designer cat crap. I don't even know what it is. And I want people that when they see stories like this, not to get pissed off that someone else is doing something, not to have my initial reaction where it's like designer cat, what? That's dumb. I want them to be motivated and I want them to know that like, yes, you see, you see me getting this stuff in the mail and it's cool. And you see me being able to work on a car as my job for fun. But what you don't see and what it took was, let's see, I started my first video in September of 2014. So other than a couple hundred of you guys, no one had ever heard of me before that. And even that took, you know, years before I had the ear and the eyeballs that I have now. But nobody sees that up at 2 a.m., editing a video or up up early at four to take care of your kid because you're only going to be able to see her from that. Nobody sees the stress and the, the extra gray <laughs> forming um, in it. And, and I, I don't want that to come off as like, I work harder than everybody else because that's not true. Um, I mean, it's true in some ways, but like anybody can do it too. And I just want people that when, when they see someone successful, not to be jealous and hateful and envious, but to use that as motivation, like you can figure out whatever it is you want and put the, put the work in and you can have it. You guys can do it too. You can sit in your garage at your house after, after having, you know, edited videos all day and drink a beer and hang out with your, your community and talk to them and play lightsaber with a cool light that Milwaukee begged you, begged to send to you. Um, you know, you, you can have where, and I, I don't mean this to sound arrogant or anything like this. This is just facts of what happens. You can, you can look at a job and say in, from an email that says, Hey, will you sell our product and go, and you can say, no, I don't want your money. Um, because I have other money that I can make doing something else different that I'd rather do that fits me and my channel and my brand and my soul. You don't have to, you know, where a lot of techs feel like they don't have any other choice. They, they're stuck at the dealership. They feel like they're selling their soul. Their car, the corporation they work for owns their life and they feel like they can't do anything. And there's so much options. There's so much out there from like we talked about mobile technician opening up your own shop, quitting and getting out of the effing industry and doing something totally different. I mean, how many of you guys know people that have a job, they make $50,000 a year and they're miserable or they make $70,000 and they're miserable or they make $100,000 and they're miserable when they could just go get a job or start their own business or start their own mobile mechanic. 
which is super low overhead and nothing but you and work and you pick and choose what you want. There's a lot of positives to that stuff. And make that same $50,000 or more or a lot more. And I want them to be motivated to do, but I understand why they're not. I understand what it feels like to feel stuck, to feel trapped, to feel like the only thing you can do is turn wrenches at this dealership for this brand because if you quit, you're going to fail. Or if you quit, you're a failure and your family's going to be pissed and everyone's going to hate you. And, you know, your, your wife or husband is going to leave you. And so you stick it out. You stick it out and you're miserable. What do you have to show for it? A miserable life? You're pissed off when you get home? You yell at your kid who just has, you know, because of that frustration of the day, you yell at your kid because all they want to do is daddy give you a hug when you get in the door, but you're stressed out and a bill is the first thing you see when you get home. Just like an email is the first thing you read when you open up your phone in the morning. It hurts my heart that people get stuck in that position. It really does. And I've seen it so many times. And no matter what, I can't say anything to that person to snap them out of it. I can't say a word. There's no words that I can say or you can say to snap them out of it. What I can do is show them that it's possible. I can show them, look, I'm no smarter than anybody else. Guys, I'm, <laughs> I know I've said it before, but legit, I should not have passed high school. And it wasn't because I wasn't smart enough. It was because I was lazy and saw no value in, in writing, writing reports for no reason. Like, I legit should not have passed high school. I worked crappy retail job, 80, 90 hours a week for not $30,000 a year. And I hated it. It was awful. I went to tech school. I sold everything I could to pay for tech school. Like, I didn't have a car. I didn't have a car for months to pay off a bunch of crap, to pay, to pay my way through school, right? There was no, and I'm not hating on anybody that has this, there was no mom or dad helping. There was no nothing. It was, Charles, if you want it, here you go. If I can do something to move myself into a position that's better for me, you guys can too. I promise you. I, I want you to know how serious I am. I promise you, you can do that. Whatever it is. If you are working on cars and think, man, I hate working on cars. I want to build RC drag racing cars. I don't know. Um, you can do that. I know a dude that has a shop with a store that builds little scale slot car drag cars. That's what he does. And he makes enough money to have the door open. So when I see people miserable, I wish that I could say words that would help them. But again, you can't say those words to someone. What you can do is show them. And that's what I'm trying to do. That I want that to be... You know, if you had to ask me what my legacy would be, I want it to be, I want to change the auto industry. 
I want to make it fair for technicians. I want to make technicians want to do this job and be compensated the right way for it and not have to kill themselves to make 30 grand a year, right? I want that, but I want as much as that to show people you can do something different. You can do something different. It's, it's, it's that simple, okay? But don't, <laughs> I would call it Zen in the art of beard maintenance, I think, by the way. Uh, Ronnie, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, it's not easy. I mean, it took, from the day that I left the dealership, it was eight years of shift, okay? It was eight years, two years before I even started Humble Mechanic, right? It was eight years of my wife and I getting our our crap together with our life. It was years of paying off some stupid debt that we had that we didn't need. It was years of getting our finances in a place. It was years of learning how to function differently and save money. And, you know, we moved into this house. When we moved into this house, guys, we dropped our monthly payment by like $160 a month. We already lived well below our means when we moved here and this is a nice i mean it's small but it's a nice house i mean you guys see the garage i get to work in it doesn't suck we have 3.7 acres of woods back behind us i want you guys to know that you can do it and you can do it no matter what anybody says there was a lot of people that thought it was really stupid of me to quit my job to do youtube right i do more than youtube and i get it i get why people you know some some are legit concerned Others are, I guess jealous is probably the word. When you really analyze what they're saying, what they're saying to you is, I'm too scared to do something bold, so I'm going to knock you down because I'm jealous or whatever the right word is, right? I'm too scared to take that leap. What I find interesting is that that same person that's too scared to take that leap that says, how are you going to rely on YouTube to make your money, they'll change the algorithm. Viewers ships down. You can't make money making videos online. Those are the same people that have one job, right? The nine to five, chunk, chunk, punch the clock. They have one job. As secure as I always felt like I was at my job, and I was, I was secure. Like I had it really good at the dealership that I worked at. Great boss, great group of dudes that I worked with. Great management team up upstream. Um, you know, as far as jobs go, I had it about as good as it could get, but all it was going to take was one RO to have one problem that the right person on the wrong day found. And I could have been fired like that, like walk in the door, Charles, we need to talk to you. Come into the office. Hey, you have to this up, blah, 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 blah. Pack your things and go like that. Legitimately that fast legitimately that fast. In fact, it happened in the company that I worked for to a friend of mine who is a great dude, as honest and upfront as you could get. They found one problem downstream and it flowed over and that was it. And he got fired. And what did he do? Well, he got a job somewhere else. <laughs> probably making about the same money, definitely much happier uh, with probably, oh, I don't know, half the responsibility. So when someone says to you, you can't make videos on YouTube for a living, 
what will you do when they change the algorithm? What will you do when your boss gets fired and he was the only reason you still had a job there? What will you do when upper management finds out you're making too much money and they're going to fire you and bring in two, two new guys, you know, when they office space you? What are you going to do? Well, if YouTube tomorrow decides to shut the faucet off of revenue, I won't be real happy about it. <laughs> I won't be real happy about it. But, you know, I'll figure something else out. I teach automotive repair. There's other platforms. I mean, I don't know, maybe we get a TV show. And so when we circle back to you ask the question of, are other technicians jealous of what I do? I don't think it's that they're jealous of this. I mean, let's be honest, being jealous of getting free tools, I'm okay with that. I would be too. They're jealous because you were bold enough to do something that they're too scared to. And that's, that is when you boil it all down what it is. People like that used to really piss me off because I didn't understand it. And as I've grown older, become a much calmer person, have realized that I actually feel bad for them because they're scared. Or sometimes, like no BS, sometimes they're just losers and they wanna bring you down to their loser level. And it's easy to get sucked into that negativity. We've talked about negativity in the shop before. Maybe it's time to, uh, maybe it's time to fire that video back up for, uh, for a new version. Yeah, the irony of this conversation while I'm holding a lightsaber, on the day that Last Jedi comes out is not lost on me, guys, by the way. It's just sad. And I hope that you guys, as part of this community, know whether it's opening up your own shop, getting out of the industry, making YouTube videos. I want you to know that you can do that. You can do it. Trust me, you can do it. And you will have my support, whatever it is. If you, if you also want to blog about designer cat things, um, I am no help. I am deathly allergic to cats. I think designer cat furniture is really stupid. <laughs> but you will have my support one way or another because I want great things for all of you that are willing to put the work in willing to make the sacrifices of not playing fantasy football or not going drinking with your buddies every Friday night or I don't know, whatever other things people do that that is not time spent focusing on the end goal. You can do it. All right, guys, thanks for listening to that. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you found that motivating. I want you guys to be as successful as you want to be. And it's part of my job, I think, to, to talk about some of my successes and how I got there and maybe the mindset behind it. So do me a favor. If you like the episode, swing over to your favorite podcasting platform and leave it a review if you think it's worth five stars. Awesome. If you think it's worth something else, well, that's fine too. Either way, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me and maybe in your car, maybe while you're working out in the shop, whatever it is, I appreciate you hanging out and uh, taking the time to give that review. With that, guys, this is the last show of 2017. I have enjoyed this year immensely. It's been an amazing year for me. I can't thank you enough again for all the support. Without you guys, I couldn't sit, well, as I'm sitting now behind a microphone or behind or I guess in front of technically a camera and do what I do for you guys. So from me to you, thank you so much. I really do appreciate you guys. I hope you had an awesome 2017 and guys, 20. 
2018 is already looking bonkers. I can't wait. Got some stuff coming down the pipe that I think you're going to be excited about. So guys, thank you so much. Have a wonderful, safe, happy new year, and I will see you next time. Mm -hmm.